Welcome back to another episode of Saving Grace. Today, I've got Fred. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm very excited to be here, I have to tell you, because when yeah. I told my daughter yeah. I was going to be on GK Berry's podcast, she yeah. said, oh my God, daddy, this is so cool. She's an icon though, because I, is it Andrea or Andrea? Andrea, yeah. Andrea, she's an Olympic diver, isn't she? She is. That's so hardcore, because I couldn't do that even if I tried. Well, I tried. Did you? Five days with Team GB being trained, and uh, I finished, I was all bruised up, my legs, you know, the back of my legs, yeah. my bum. I was, I was black and I, blue. I bet, and I don't do heights either. Did you have to go from quite high? Well, I jumped feet first from 10 meter and oh. uh, head first from five. But you know the, the meaning of the word commitment, just right. the, you understand it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. Has she ever had any bad experiences like on the board? Um, when she was 13, um, she had kind of a mental block to dive from 10 meter, but a lot of oh. divers experienced it and yeah. she just couldn't do it. So she had to wait six months and then she went back. Everybody was there, all the family, the club. And she went up to the 10 meter, 10 meter board and uh, she did a dive, just a simple dive, just to get herself back into it. Is that because she had a bad experience before? No, she it's just, just a mental block it. because it's just, it's just very, very high and it's just crazy. And so then yeah. you realize what you're about to do and you, that's it. Your, yeah. your body shuts down and you can't do it anymore. I'd start thinking, am I in the shallow end by accident too? I just don't think I could do it. Well, you could. It'd be interesting to see you. Yeah, I don't think anyone will see me in a swimming suit, to be fair. But that's the main issue there. Ah, OK. No, mm. you've got to be confident with yourself and your body, you know. Next this is episode, the only one you got. This, well, unfortunately so. <laughs> Next episode, I'll do it from the top of a diving board. We'll see. I was on a 10 meter board, right? Yeah. And um, I was just about to dive and my heart was pounding so hard in my chest. Yeah. <laughs> I could feel it. And my daughter who was on the ground floor said, Daddy, just relax. I can see your heart beating in your chest. This is how scared well, I was. Well, that's easy for someone to say on the ground, isn't it? Just relax. I'd yeah, be like, yeah, I bet does. you're saying that. I couldn't, but props to you for doing that. I'd have a heart attack. Anyway, we're going to start from the very beginning. First dates. Yes. Now, I've got a connection to first dates. I signed up for it. Uh-huh. Didn't get in. Not sure why. Why didn't you get in? I think... You, I mean, I would have thought that you would have got in. Do you know what I think the issue could have been here? Is back in the day, I used to wear bright green eyeshadow... Uh, looked a little bit like a goth, which is fine. Uh -huh. But I don't think that was really the audience maybe they were going for that season. I can't comment. I can't comment. I but, thought that uh, would be the I'm answer. I'm surprised you didn't get in. Thank you. And you know, is it Daniela? Yes. I always get told constantly we look like each other. What's there, your view on there this? There is a certain similarities, but uh, yeah. now that you say it, otherwise I wouldn't have picked up on it just like... I think my dad has cheated somewhere down the line. Really? Yes. Because we, him and ask him I, we might have to, because I messaged her once and I said, this isn't normal. Every comment I was getting was being tagged in one of her videos, like, this is your twin. And I thought, no, there is something, but I think it's a bit far apart. Yeah, I wouldn't have put yeah. you in the same kind of category, same family or no. Okay, I'll, I'll relay that message to my dad so he doesn't lose sleep at night. Yes, he's all right. How do you find being on first dates? It's great. You know, I mean, we started 10 years ago. Can you believe it? And, so long uh, ago. It doesn't feel like it's been on for that long. No, I know 10 years. I mean, 10 years ago, I didn't have any, any grays on my beard. No. It was all black. <laughs> yeah. But now Stress. it's 10 years, 10 years later and we're still doing it. It's just incredible. Do you have like a favorite memory from your whole 10 years on the show? Well, I think, you know, every series, you know, you have amazing data and you've got things that happen. But in the latest that we just filmed, which mm -hmm. is a 10 years anniversary series, yep. we had this very serious couple. We had this, this woman who was a barrister, top barrister in the country. And she was dating and meeting this guy who was an insurance top job. And they were quite cagey and, 
and a little um, a little shy during their date. But right. you could see that they liked each other. They really liked each other. Yeah. And um, I went to see them, made sure they were okay, that they had a good experience, that they got on with each other, mm -hmm. made a few jokes with them. And they were very happy. Anyway, they left. It was a yes. Yeah. And I didn't know, but I was staying in the same hotel as them. Yeah. <laughs> so in the morning, when I got up and I went to breakfast, who do I see? These two. And they were all loved up. She had wet hair. I bet they were. coming out of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> and they had that glow, you know, that sex glow from the morning, you know, that when you just met somebody and you're so happy. You said, hey, how are you guys? Oh, How's were they embarrassed to see you though or not? They, yes and no. They were not really <laughs> yeah. embarrassed. Oh, so it worked. And they went, yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you can tell when two people walk in if they're going to work or not going to work? Yeah, you can. I mean, you know, you, you get the first person, you have a conversation and you get the energy, you get the vibe, what they are about, what they're looking for. Yeah. And then straight away, you know, that, that just makes sense to you. Then the second person comes and very quickly you're able to assess whether it's going to be a match or yeah. not. Yeah. And I, equally, when it's not going to be a match, when it's definitely a yes and a definitely a no, yeah. you know. Oh, really? And at times you are in the middle, you're a bit in limbo, you're not quite sure. Yeah. Do you know what hurts me the most is when one of them's like definitely going to say yes and they go, oh, do you want to go first? And the other person says no. And yeah. it, it hurts inside. And sometimes, you know, because, you know, people keep their cards very close to their chest. Yeah. And you think it's going to be a yes, but I think that people, you know, they, they, people are, there's two things. People are afraid of rejection, yeah. but also they're afraid to reject people. Right. So in a way, you know, we kind of mislead people yeah. unknowingly, unconsciously, um, out of fear of hurting somebody else. Yeah. But actually, at the end of the day, if you're going to hurt them five minutes later... You might as well just do it. Just make it clear from the, the day. Yeah. How much are you allowed to drink on the show? Oh, people drink as much as they want. I oh, mean, the so first you can get series, We had this girl that came in and she was totally drunk and she was, she was dancing right on time at the bar by herself <laughs> before she even asked for her first drink. And, you know, she was so drunk, I had to just stop the date because we have a no. responsibility as a restaurant, you know, to make sure that we look after people. But also, I guess it's literally going out on live television. Like, imagine being that person and seeing yourself blackout drunk on television. I just couldn't. Well... The beer doesn't, it doesn't happen every time that people no. get from time to time you get somebody who gets a bit drunk or yeah. get a bit tipsy mm -hmm. but I think that you know having a drink a social drink you know for yeah. a bit of Dutch courage or just just for enjoyment oh, you know, a glass tell of me wine about a cocktail it. it's lovely it's gotta be done yeah. do you, have you had to turn away a lot of people not really could you like count on one hand what do you mean turn so, away so say if someone's walked in and or they're too drunk or maybe they've got a bad attitude like do you turn people away no 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 we have never turned anybody away no not at all uh, a bit from this this, this girl unfortunately because she was so drunk mm. and you know you just get worried if she gets more drunk what's going to happen after so, right yeah so that's oh, the yeah. only time okay. the only time we've done it wow so if you had any advice for someone going on the show what would it be but I think you've got to know what you're going on the show for. Right. Why is the reason you're going on the show? Are you looking for love? What kind of love are you looking mm -hmm. for? Yeah. And 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 are you ready and willing to be open? Yeah. Um, you know, to be to be vulnerable, to to just say who you are and what you are here for, mm -hmm. and to be able to listen to somebody else. You know, yeah. and, and that's what it's about, really. It, it's 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 about it's about wanting to be open and wanting to be vulnerable. How did you get the job? On did they just contact you and go, "We've got this show." Well, I um, first did TV in 20, 2011 as a result of right. the charity work that I was doing. Just yeah. to open a charity to help disadvantaged kids get into training, education, right. full-time employment within hospitality, within front of house. That was picked up by the BBC and I became the service show. And I did that in 2011. And so I enjoyed TV. And so I pursued it on the side of the work I was doing in a restaurant business. 
And then somebody found me and contacted me and said, hey, we're doing this show. It's called First Dates. I didn't watch much TV because I was always working yeah. in the restaurant business, working late. So the only time I would work, watch TV would be at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock mm -hmm. when I was going back home. And so, yeah, I said, okay, I'll, I'll come and have a chat with you. And then we had a chat and I said, yeah, you can have, you can have the role. You can be the metro D in the restaurant. And uh, then I started to think, okay, do I want to be the metro D in the restaurant? Do I know? Because I don't know the show. I don't know yeah. what kind of show it is. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not interested to be on TV for the sake of being on television. I right. want to do good television. I want to be something that my kids can be proud of, that mm -hmm. I can be, you know, watching back and think, yeah, that was a great show. So it took me a while to decide. I met everybody from Channel 4, the exec of the show. I went to the restaurant, discussed how the show was going to be made. And mm -hmm. then when I realized that it was a good show, I thought, okay, let's go. I mean, it worked out well 10 years later. Yeah. You've done... Like, I feel like you've done quite a lot of and good telly. Who's the most famous person that you've met? Because I feel like you've got to have rubbed shoulders with some people. I mean, look, on, on, when you are on television, you're doing these panel shows mm -hmm. or you, you're invited to, uh, uh, to be on, 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 on various shows. You know, you, you always meet people, you know. Yeah. I mean, of course, Gordon and Gino are, are very famous. Mm -hmm. um, who else have I met? Shirley Ballas. Uh, I can't think. Such a, I can't think. Such a random one, but Shirley I love Ballas, it. I don't know why. I, maybe I'm so well on my TikTok <laughs> or something, you know. That's mental. Do you get starstruck by people? Not really. Mm, um, not really, but I think, you know, you're like everybody. You see a famous person in the yeah. airport or something. Oh, my God. You, oh, this is so-and-so. And you... And suddenly you've got this kind of urge or that desire to go and speak yeah. them. But they don't know you from Adam. They don't know who you are. They've yeah, never weird seen you. Yeah, we know them. And it's just a bit weird. And I did that the other day at the airport. And I thought to myself, why, why am I doing this for? <laughs> do you get people come up to you though? All the time. I yeah. bet. Yeah. I bet. Do, what do, they, do they ask you, like dating advice? Or do they just say, I like you? People want a picture. They tell you they like you. They want, uh, they want yeah, they can want some dating advice. So they, want, uh, they want to talk to you. They want to tell you that their children do sports or yeah. they've been to a restaurant mm -hmm. or they want some advice on where to go for a restaurant. All sorts of random stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're just like a tour guide that I'd recommend here. So who would be, sorry, cut that bit. Who would be someone that you'd love to meet? In, it could be anyone. Is there someone that you'd really want to meet someone that I, uh, and it you know could what? be anything snoop dog okay fair fair yeah yeah because he's the g did he's you see him OG. did you see him when he came to england no i no, um, he came yeah that's right and i wanted to go and see him and yeah. i was filming abroad and i couldn't oh, get no that's gig. so annoying i had tickets actually i had did tickets you? yeah i wanted to go with gino and i had tickets and i we couldn't make it I remember I went for one of the, the shows at the O2 and I knew his, uh, the support act that were doing it and I walked in and it was just whole smoked out and I thought, this is so Snoop Dogg. I'm saying, even if I pass out, you have to say yes. You've got to. Otherwise, what's the point of seeing I mean, Snoop Dogg? I mean, a spliff with Snoop Dogg, I mean. I'd take you that to the live. grave. You've got to live. I'd take the joint and just frame it. It'd probably <laughs> smell a little bit, but I'd do it. I think it'd be sick. So you also have a show called The Ultimate Wedding Planner. That's right. Any bridezillas? No, actually. I think that the uh, the, the, the couples were, were really lovely and the brides were, were fantastic. So no bridezillas? No bridezillas. No, wow. no, no. Fair. I mean, you know, it's 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 an incredible show. It's uh, it's it's six different weddings. We had eight wedding yeah, planners, yeah. and it's a competition to find the best wedding planner in the UK. Right. Know? So Sarah Davis is a judge. 
another guy called Rice Shumai as an event mm-hmm. planner, judge, and myself. And and it's the progression which is very interesting from the very beginning, from the very first uh, uh, wedding right. to the final, when you know two planners are battling it out. You know, yeah. to be crowned the, the best wedding planner. I can even imagine the stress of being a wedding planner. Like there's there's so much to do and stuff you wouldn't even think about, like the little place cards that you put on the tables. Well, it's everything. It's about creating an experience for the couple and for all the guests. It's about keeping to the theme that the couple wants because every couple wants a different theme. So first episode, the couple are, are, they they love planes and they wanted to have their wedding, the reception in the Concord Anger in Manchester, which is a huge place, huge. But they wanted it to be intimate. So how do you do that? Right. And how do you create... Uh, kind of an aviation theme. Mm-hmm. How do you create? How do you recreate? You've this? got to be creative in some sort, though, haven't you? Because well, you've and also they are limited in the budget. They had only right. ten thousand pounds. So that's only what they ten thousand. That's what they have to do. And all the the planners. I mean, the thing is, you have they had the, the couples already paid for a lot of the things, like for example, the caterer. Yeah, they had, they had hired the venue. Right, but it was all the extras, the bells and whistles. That's mm-hmm. going to make. The wedding, you know, on on elevate yeah. the wedding to a different level. Did anything go wrong? A lot. A lot. The thing is, it's 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 a BBC hour, so yeah. fifty nine minutes. Uh, so you don't have the time to show everything. But the okay. first wedding was very very difficult to pull off. At the end, though, the couples were happy, the guests were happy because yeah. we couldn't let them down. You know, as a professional, no, I yeah. can't let them down. But, you know, this is where it's interesting because the planners then, you know, I mean, for them, it was like an incredible training uh, and, and education, you know, because, could, you know, they yeah. learn so much. I can even imagine. So how long was the filming for all of this? Well, we filmed over six months for all the weddings because you had about a wedding a month. Um, Still quite. But you don't film a whole month for a wedding. So the right. planners had three days to turn it around. So first we met in HQ, which was in Glasgow. And yep. we, we got them to meet the bride and the groom. The bride mm-hmm. and the groom told them what was the wedding about and what was the theme. And then the planners had to go away and create that theme yep. and present to them. Right. And then once they presented, they had to deliver. They had to do it. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit different from having it on paper to actually doing it. You have to do it. You have to, you know, it's one thing to think of an idea, another one to create it and deliver it. Oh, I can imagine the stress. And I you have to stay on budget. Stress. That's the issue. And 10, coordinate 000. everything. You've got to coordinate. Yeah. And it's got to happen at the time that you said it was going to happen. So how much is a wedding usually? Like, I don't know. It's about, yeah, £12,000, I think, is the average wedding in the UK. You have to remortgage the house. That's so it's much expensive. money. Yeah, That's it's crazy. For one day. But, you know, it's as much as it is one day, it's the celebration of a union of two people, the celebration of a relationship. Yeah. It's the opportunity to bring everybody together. All the whether family, it's the family together. And the friends and have a good time and just enjoy and and just create memories because life yeah. was so fast. You was know, there any arguments with the families at the weddings? No, there wasn't actually. You've got a good set there of wasn't. couples there. There was no fights, no d- drunk uncle, nothing. No. Yes. You should try try coming to Cambridge for a little bit. I reckon try to get some people from there. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I reckon there'd be a Cambridge? few yeah few drunk uncles there, including me. I'm not an uncle, but I'll be there. You're the auntie. I am. I yeah. really am. You love right. You're a food man, right? So I trust anything you say about food. What's the what is the best food? I think, look, the best food is the one that's the, the, the best cooked. It's the most seasonal. Uh, it's a beautiful produce that have been, 
you know, uh, cared, you know, and, and, and grown or, or reared beautifully. And, and that's what it's about, really. I mean, that I can't tell you. That's a great answer. I can't tell you that it's French or Italian or right. Greek because if you're in Greece and you're having a beautiful Greek salad, you know, mm -hmm. some beautifully grown vegetables, they're all organic, they're full of flavor, they've had the sun, this yeah. is the best food. And if you're in France, for example, and, and you have a beautiful salad, whatever salad is, maybe a tuna niçoise, for yeah. example, yeah. that's the best food you're going to have. Do you think when you go to different countries, you should try it? So like when I went to France, I tried snails. Of course. And it was an experience. Did you like it? It was, I was quite drunk. So I think I quite enjoyed it. I'm not too uh -huh. sure. Well, but you it had, try when you're not drunk. I might have to, but the gag reflex may be a bit crazy uh -huh. there. But it was in pesto. Uh -huh. I think, was it, is it pesto? Yeah, it was in like a pesto. No? Sure it was pesto rather than garlic and parsley. And yeah, that was definitely probably it. Yeah, yeah I just, probably, the yeah. taster with the vodka probably did go down there. Italian sort of. Yeah, I swear to God it was, uh, it was in France. I was up the mountain as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, where would you say the best place in France would be? Look, France is beautiful because France has, has so many different regions and every single region has a different gastronomy. So, for example, where I'm from is Limoges, is one particular type of food. If you right. go, for example, to Marseille, you're going to have more fish, more fish, for example. Yeah. Every region in France has its own gastronomy. And mm -hmm. that's why France is so rich in terms of food because yeah. we... we Everybody cooks and everybody cooks differently. And depending where you are, you know, mm. it's just a, a different world to discover. I think food always tastes better in different countries, you know? Like our main meal here is fish and chips, yeah. which is great, the old mushy pea. You know, when I go to France, I yeah. only eat French food. I don't have anything else. I don't blame you. And if I go to Italy, I like to eat Italian food. If, yeah. I, like, if I go to Greece, I like to eat Greek food. It's yeah. the same in Spain. Because, the as you say, the food tastes better if you eat the food of the country. What is your opinion on truffle? I love truffles. Thank you. Truffles, sorry, I had to get that out there because a lot of people hate truffle. And I didn't oh, realise it was... Is it a mushroom? Yeah. Weird. But I very much enjoy the... T it just doesn't look like a mushroom. But you've got different types of truffles, right? You've got the summer right. truffles, for yeah. example. You've got the black truffles, which have more flavours than the summer truffles. Right. And then you've got the... The gold truffle, which are actually the, the white truffles, you you find them mainly in Italy. Right. And these ones are so flavorful. And the, the season is at the end of the year, towards October, November. Yeah. And you just grate them on top of risotto or tagliatelle, just with a oh, bit of butter. Pasta. And this is good. I thought there was just one truffle. That's how uneducated I am yeah, on that. Black and white. Black and white. Have you had white truffles before? Pass. Okay. I'm not sure. Try. Maybe. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to a restaurant. I'm going to say, feed me that. It's very And hopefully nice. they, not Frankie and Benny's, I'll just go somewhere. Well, no, I don't maybe, think they will have it. I don't think they'll have it. Maybe Nando's. Just, Nando <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Medium spice, please. Yeah. So you've got a show out with Dermot O'Leary. Mm -hmm. All to do with food. Places to eat. That's right. It's called Remarkable Places to Eat. So yep. uh, it's a new series. And um, it's um, people like Dermot O'Leary who are, who are foodies or chefs mm -hmm. who take me to a location of their choice to right. discover three restaurants. Okay. And basically we go behind the scenes and we find out what makes this restaurant great. Right. So it's restaurants, they're taking you to really good restaurants. Yes. Is that okay? Yes. Right. What's the best one you visited? I think they are all good. And the, the good thing is all these restaurants are different. So we try to choose one as top end, one as middle, another one that's more of a budget level. Right, okay. But budget level, for example, you know, could be, for example, a bakery where they make beautiful pastries, whatever that is. Yeah. So then you could go to that bakery, for example, another pastry for five euros or mm -hmm. five pounds, wherever you are. Yeah. And, and that's what makes it very interesting because it, it's for all budgets. 
Yeah. And you discover the restaurants, you know, you discover how people cook, where they get their produce, the type of service, the type of hospitality. Well, that's what thing you never really think about when you go into a restaurant is where they've got all their stuff from or where you just sit down and eat. But why should you? You're a guest. Yeah, you're valid. A customer yeah. There, and you're there to enjoy yourself. Yeah. But the thing is, when people do it right and do it the right way, you can feel it, you can taste it, you can experience it. But mm -hmm. a restaurant is more than just the food. It's about the whole experience. And the experience... Yeah start before you get to the restaurant and as right. you arrive into the restaurant and as you are greeted mm -hmm. and as you are taken to your table and as you sit down and the way they talk to you the way they say hello the kind of hospitality that they that they give and how yeah. much they you know for example when we were in Puglia we went to this place which was kind of a restaurant in a home or a home in a restaurant kind of a, a weird combination but it worked and the people there they describe their hospitality as coccoline right Co coccoline coccolare in Italian means to hug Oh. Gives you a hug. But the way... I need that. I, I think that, you know, if you were saying, oh, my hospitality is a hug, it wouldn't translate in the same way than when they said in Italian is coccoline. It's the, right. Give me a coccoline because it's what you do to a little girl or a little boy, you know, a little mm -hmm. a toddler, for example. You give them a coccoline and, yeah. and you feel the love. It's this, this, this cotton wool love where you feel that nothing can ever go wrong. And that's how they describe the experience. Right. And when you get... When you got in there, you could feel that's what exactly what they were doing. Yeah. I love, well, you wouldn't get that in Weatherspoons, would you? So I might have to go there. What is your funniest memory filming? Well, I'm not sure if it's the funniest moment, really. But when we were filming Ultimate Wedding Planner with Sarah Davies, we were mm -hmm. doing um, this two shot, this piece to camera. And she just punched me You're in the balls. <laughs> but really, really hard. On purpose? No, not on purpose. Okay, we, yeah. we were, no, we like, were joking. <laughs> we were joking and she just punched me. Like, oh my God. You know, it was like when you're a kid and you play football and somebody just kicked the ball very hard. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably, probably, it never happened to you, but it happened to yeah, me a few Yeah, thank times. you for confirming those rumors. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did going, she even realise she'd done that? Well, she realised after because I was on the floor. On the floor rolling around. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Is it... Do you enjoy the long days of film? Because I know some people like when they're filming shows, it can be quite long. But I think with your shows, because you travel so much, they look quite fun. Like, do you quite enjoy it or? I think, you know, the fun is how you make it. Um, and, and, you know, here, for example, look, we're in a studio and, and you need to have fun. You need to immerse yourself into what you're doing so that mm -hmm. nothing else exists. Yeah. And you just, in, you just enjoy it inside your head. For example, for first dates, I mean, the days are like 12, 14 hours a day. Oh, what? And you because it's a restaurant and, and you've got daters after daters after daters. But my pleasure is meeting the daters one yeah. by one. And, and there's Sometimes the way to look after the daters is not to say anything to them at all. Right. To make sure that they're okay. Yeah. A bit of eye contact, a bit of warm smile, mm -hmm. making sure they're happy with the food. And that's all they need. Other times yeah. you just have to just do a bit more work and make sure that, you know, sometimes you just have to push a little bit, you know, and, and Might be a little bit shy. a little bit of yeah. advice. And, uh, you know, all the other people at the restaurant, are they all on dates? So everyone in there is on a date. Yeah, that's right. And, are they, do they all think that they're going to be shown and then they just do no, specific no, no. ones? The, the people who are on a date are going to be on television know they are on television. Right, The okay, others know okay. that they are on a date, but obviously they know they're not going to be filmed as well. They're just in the background. Wow. Just people enjoying a meal and yeah. being on a date. Has your daughter ever wanted to come on? No. Never? No. She's not interested. Really? Yeah. I feel like you could have put in a good word there, got her on. Yeah, well... 
I mean, um, luckily for us, she's <laughs> she's found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friend, yeah, actually. yeah. Lucky girl. She's not going to need to yeah. go this. this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever had a friend or anything on there? Yeah, I mean, the last series, I had quite a few friends. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's nice to just uh, see them in a restaurant, being to being able to look after them yeah. and a bit of fun. I know? guess it's quite funny, though, watching them on the day, because you're like... Yeah, because people you know, yeah, it's different. Yeah, my favourite are when, like, older couples come on and, you know, they've been like, oh, my wife's died or whatever, and then they, they link, and it's my favourite one. I love it. I think you know what what's good about that is that it make it reminds you and it just 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 it reminds you that you know you can find love at any age. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how old you are yeah. or what your background story or your circumstances. You know, if you're in the right place, you meet the right person mm -hmm. and you connect, boom, it's on. Well, they also did uh, a teen first dates, didn't oh, they? Brilliant. Which was so cute because they were all so nervous. They're so nervous, but in the same time, you know, it's so refreshing because teens are so honest. Yeah. And they're yeah. so brutal with each <laughs> yeah. other and they just say it as it is. And I yeah. love that. It's very refreshing, that honesty. Well, you've started on TikTok now as well, haven't you? Because after the episodes, I'll see the teens on TikTok talking about their experience. And some of them were still together. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. But, you know, we did the we did the series, you know, it was not, you know, in, in a way, okay, we, you're going to find love, you know, happily oh, ever yeah, after. Yeah. It's an opportunity for the teens to meet in, in a different settings mm -hmm. and to create a friendship. And if some things more happen, something happens. But there's no yeah. pressure. But, you know, for me to do first dates, you know, with my children who are teenagers themselves, yeah. you want to give them, you know, that experience and that memory that they're going to keep for all their lives. Because for me, you know, it's, yeah. we, we meet seven of daters literally mm -hmm. on first date. But for them, this is the only time they come on first date and so they will good. remember that forever. And you can watch it back. But yeah. I don't, if you went on a date, right, and it's filmed, would you watch it back? Yeah, I think you would, no? You'd be curious, wouldn't you? I think, I don't know. Because you know things that you don't realise about yourself, right, until you watch it back. That's put, like, on a date, I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, what if I say like too much or something on the date? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, because yeah. I'm doing television and, and I can see the words that I repeat. Do you watch yourself I... back, like, on your shows? Um, sometimes I do, yeah. Yeah, I would. I'm not going to lie. If I was on the telly, I'd be like, yeah, why not? No, you do because you just, you also, you know, for example, you see it, you watch an episode, for example, I watch them before they go out, like, you know, the episode in Puglia, for example, with yeah. Dermot O'Leary, because, you know, sometimes there are things that have been missed in the edit mm -hmm. or there's something that don't make sense. So then you, you speak with the editor and say, look, this, this thing should be there at the front or before. Oh, so you see it before it yeah, goes out. I, right, yeah. I, I, I like to... Um, Look, you you want to you care about the quality of the episodes mm -hmm. and how they go out, you know. So you yeah. want to make sure they're edited in the right way. If you were to do another show, what would you like the show to be? Look, I I have so many ideas in my head at the moment. I am the BBC commissioner. Okay, well, I want to do a show actually um, about a man called Toussaint Louverture, and okay. Toussaint Louverture was uh, an Haitian general mm -hmm. who liberated and freed the slaves in Haiti. And he did that just after the French Revolution. Right. The interesting thing about Toussaint is that he was more French than the French in the sense that he embraced the ideals of the revolution. The ideals of France, which, which I love, it's about liberté, égalité, fraternité. Mm -hmm. Basically, we're all free, we're all equal, and we're all brothers. Right. And that's why Toussaint did, and that's why he embraced. And he had to fight so many people in order to gain the freedom of the island of all these people, the yeah. Spanish, the English, the French. And then, unfortunately for him, Napoleon, uh, Napoleon tricked him and uh, sent him to France, and he died there. But 
even though he did that, IT was liberated. So I want to do a show about him. Right. And then I want to do something about the French Revolution because I want to understand the link between Toussaint and the French Revolution mm -hmm. going forward, also fast forwarding to the event that's been happening recently in mm -hmm. France with the riots. I've been, yeah, I've been hearing about this. It looks mental. I'd watch it. Thank you. You're welcome. I, th I hope that gets commissioned. I'm actually quite interested. You know Thank what? You. I didn't learn anything at school about any of that. I learned about World War II. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And that World was... Do you know what? I if I think I'd like history if I understood it more now. You know, at school when you don't really care about like what you're learning about, like someone's doing job. No, that I loved. I loved history because for me it's a story. And it's yeah. about following the story and, and understanding how it makes sense. And it's about the way of life, how people live and what they stand for. Yeah. And who they are. I like that. Put that on a t-shirt. That was quite like... That's yeah, it. Yeah, I love that. So you're now on TikTok... You're going well, in modern day. I'm trying day. to be on TikTok. Okay. How are you, I'm not really cool. How are you finding it? Well, I feel like a granddad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It does have that effect on people. I will be honest. What was your first TikTok video? Um, I don't doesn't even know. Now. I don't remember. I mean, what you can look, you can look it up. You don't even... <laughs> but there, there, there no aren't any TikTok videos, you know, so oh, you can very easily... First transition. What do you have to do for it? I have no idea. Oh my God. You just press record and let someone do it for you, didn't you? Uh, my agent, Lulu, did that. And she said, Fred, did do this. And uh, <laughs> we were flying together um, to do a job abroad. And uh, we were waiting to go into the plane. She said, Fred, do that. And I was just doing all these things. Yeah. Like, and there was people behind <laughs> what, me. What, in the airport? Waiting, yeah. And I said, I'm so sorry. I've just got to do this. this I've just got to do this TikTok. That story of my life. That's all I have to do. It's horror. I think you'll blow up on TikTok, though. Sorry? <laughs> Yeah, that was quite a modern language. Like, I think you'll do really well on TikTok. And what was the thing that you said? Blow up. Blow up. Oh, yeah. I blew up. Yeah. I mean, in other terms, that's probably not a good... You yeah, wouldn't want to I mean, blow up. I, I don't know if I'm going to blow up. It's, on it's social media. It's quite stagnant. That's it. Yeah. I'll give it a repost. We can oh, open thank it. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Get them on the pod. <laughs> so, is there anything else that you want to tell people while you're here, that what you've got going on, what you want to watch? Obviously, you've got your two shows. Tell them. Yeah, I mean, the two shows that I'm doing at the moment is Remarkable Places to Eat. It's on yep. Channel 4, on More 4, at 9pm on Monday. Love that. And Ultimate Wedding Planner is on Tuesday at 9pm. Oh, you've got on one BBC day two. after the other. I know, I'm not in charge You were ready for it. Do you know what? I think I, that's smart. Is it? Yeah. They, I don't know. Is they it? have a slice of your Monday and then they want a slice on Tuesday. And that will yeah. do them for the rest of the week, I right, say. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two days on, five uh, yeah. days off. Yeah, that's what I need with my boyfriend, to be fair. Um, no, I've loved it. I'm excited. So is there a new First Dates coming out anytime soon next year? You said there was a 10-year anniversary. Yeah, the 10 years anniversary, um, I think, but don't quote me on that. I, I think it's going to be around January. Yeah, the first episode. Oh, so quite soon? Yeah. Oh, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing because I need something to watch. I do. It's a good show. Because we changed the location, so we went to Bath to film. Yeah, because didn't you go to Liverpool one year as no, well we or something? No, Manchester. Manchester. But Bath it's all up is... There. A, I mean, look, it's, it's an historical city. Dates back from the Romans. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's all made of stone. There's a lot of pedestrian area. There's a lovely feel to it. it yeah. Really relaxed. It feels... Feels like you're in a countryside, but you're in a city. It's yeah. beautiful. Anyway, we had a beautiful restaurant, and I think that just helped. And the daters were so ready for love. It was incredible. They were all there for the right reasons. After this lockdown business, you know, people were just ready for it. I'm telling you. Yes, I think so. I'm excited for the vibe. I'm what very did you do in the lockdown? I uh, did absolutely nothing. I'll be honest, I drank mm. every day. Did you? Yeah. And it was the best year of my life. I'd was say. it? Yeah. Being stuck indoors in the sun drinking a Pims was a beautiful moment it, Yeah, I know. We, we all yeah. drank a little bit too much. Even I did a bit of exercise in there. Did you? Yeah. I thought... 
I, I can't used to do come live out. workout. Did you? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Really? Just keep me busy. What, you know, you got to. You doing like lunges and stuff, or yeah, lunges? Or yeah, that's what I was stuff. doing. I was trying to grow myself a bum. Yeah. Didn't Did it work? work? No, of course not. It didn't. <laughs> I think apparently it's genetics. My mum's got a flat bum too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry to call you out like that, Laura. I didn't mean to uh, throw you under the bus. But no, yeah. Times have changed since lockdown. <laughs> It's true. It seems like such a long time away. No, it does. But then it doesn't. It feels like lockdown was so long ago, but then I remember it so well. Maybe that was like an old thing for me to say. Yeah, because it was uh, it was quite a particular uh, time, you know, and I don't think that but there's nothing like that. What did you do during lockdown apart from work out? Well, I did work out. Um, I worked quite a lot, actually. I did, did quite you? a lot of work. Yeah. Well, you had nothing else because to Because I didn't yeah. want to be slowed down by... By the lockdown, I mean, the thing is, at one point, you know, we had about a month or so where I didn't do much, but I was working and I was planning what I was going to do. And, Smart uh, moves. Yeah. Smart I, moves. I was quite busy. What about your daughter? She couldn't dive for like No, years. Andrea dived every single day. Uh, what? Yeah, because for, I mean, the first three months, possibly not, but then she dived as, she trained as normal. Because she's part of Team GB, so that, yeah. Oh, there, that's there, fair. I'd have just got a paddling pool and hope for the best. I mean, the thing I did also, I played a lot of football with my son. Too. That was quite good, you know, to yeah. be able to go and, and cycle and play football in the park. So I did that a lot. Oh, good and, times. Um, yeah, and cooked and just drink a lot of wine. Yeah, well, I'm glad we can agree on that too. We really did that. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. I'm excited to watch you on my telly. Thank you. Um, and yeah, if you've been watching, give it a like and subscribe. And if you've been listening, give it a follow and a five-star review. Say bye, Fred. Five-star review. I like that. <laughs> <laughs>